Today on Your Wellness, we'll be talking about physical transformations for overall health and happiness. We will hear two different journeys from people who have struggled most of their lives to manage their weight and what they've done to overcome those challenges. We will also hear a mother's perspective on what it's like watching your child struggle with weight and bullying. That and more is coming up on Your Wellness. Welcome back. I'd like to introduce my first guest, Diane Boulanger. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Now, I'm excited to hear your story because yours is very inspiring, and I think our viewers are going to really connect with your message and what you have to say. So tell us when you realized you wanted to make a transformation. Well, it all started last year, uh, last August, um, and uh, we had gone to see a Blue Jays game in mm -hmm. Toronto. And we were taking some pictures. I was able to uh, avoid taking pictures uh, before that. But anyway, we took pictures and I looked at the pictures of myself and I could not believe that that was me. And I thought, oh my God, what have I done to myself? So after seeing those pictures, I decided that I needed to make a change. So I told myself that September 1st was the day that I was gonna make a change. And I was determined to lose the weight that I had gained. And what were the challenges or the changes that you made that had the biggest impact? You know, people keep asking me that, and I, I always say it's not a secret uh, to lose the weight. You have to have better eating habits, you have to eat healthier, and you have to exercise. So when you talk about your physical activity, what did you start doing that's really made a big difference in your life? Walking, you know, that, that's the thing. You have to move, you have to exercise. Uh, when I first started, I set my goal, I was gonna walk for half an hour a day. Okay. Uh, so I would get dropped off in the morning and then I would walk home every night. So that was half an hour walk. So I did that for a while and then I was, after my half an hour walk, I was feel, feeling like I could still go again. So then I would walk home for half an hour, drop off my things, and I would go for another walk uh, for about an hour, an hour and a half. It's a good walk. It was a good walk. It, it took me time to progress to that point, but that's what I did. And then at, after dinner, I would go for a while, another walk. And are you, are you running? Are you doing other things? Are you doing other exercises? I have started, I started walking in September, and by mid-April, I was walking about two, two and a half hours. And then I was, for the first time, I actually said, okay, I'm kind of getting over this, even though I changed my route, uh, just to change it up, not to get bored with uh, what, what I was doing. So by, by June, I started running. And now I'm running 10K at yeah. least three, four times a week, if not more. Wow. Trying to alternate between the walking and the running. Good for you. Yes. And when you're not able to run or walk, so you have a cottage that you enjoy in the summer mm -hmm. you were telling me about, and it's not always appropriate or safe for you to walk off the property. Right. So what are you going to do when you still want to exercise when you're enjoying your cottage? There's so many things that you can do to exercise. I, I, um, my husband has this big log that he used to uh, split some wood. Yeah. And I was looking at that and I thought, that's a perfect height for a step. So it was kind of tucked away uh, where he chopped some wood. 
And uh, so I started using that as my stepper. And I was looking around and I thought, this is not very appealing. There's wood all around me. We have an old trailer that we don't use. So I had my husband and my son move it to, uh, to another location where I can see the lake. So I have uh, my, my stepper and mm -hmm. I, I use that and I climb that for about half an hour or so. Just, you know, I have to move. And so you're using nature as your gym? Yes. And you have lots of steps so you can step up and down? I and, do, and, and even at, the, at my house uh, while I'm cooking dinner, you know, from our main level to our top level, we have 13 stairs. So as I'm preparing dinner, you know, if I have some, a few uh, extra minutes, I'll just do 10 repeats of that. Like I'll go up, up and down. Right. Yes. Did you ever think you'd be that active about a year ago? Would you able, would you, were you able to go up and down those stairs like that? I could, probably not as with as much ease. And now, like I said, now I'm running up the stairs as opposed to walking up the stairs. Okay. Now I'm running, so I'm you running noticed, up the stairs. So you've noticed a big difference. Oh, I noticed a big difference. And even while doing laundry or watching TV, I have some light weights. So uh, I can do some of those, try to build the upper body and some, some toning. But uh, yeah, it, it's easy. You know what, if we set our mind to it, uh, well, if I can set my mind to it, I, I'm determined to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. And you mentioned your diet has changed too. What have you changed to become healthier in your diet? Meal preparation is a big thing. Uh, eating lots of fruits and vegetables. My plate, I will take my plate and I will fill half of it with salad. Off the bat is half of my plate is salad. Then I'll have a quarter of my plate is for vegetables and then whatever else we're, we're eating for dinner. You're not restricting yourself from, from your meals that your family's no, eating. No, no, and, and that's the thing. It's been a, I've been on this journey for a year now and um, for it to be successful, it has to be easy. Right. So I never counted any, uh, I have never counted my, my portion or counted points or anything like that. Right. So you're not counting calories, you're not counting portions, you're just making it easy, you're I'm making sure making you're having your vegetables, your salad yeah. and your protein. So what are you doing every day to stay focused? To stay focused, I am uh, looking, I, for the first time in a long time, I'm happy with the way I feel, yes. the way I look. Um, the positive self-talk. I using the time that I go for a walk to um, just focus on uh, what your goal is for the day, yeah. and when you achieve that, is to to uh, encourage yourself and to reward yourself. And what about taking small steps? Is that valuable as well? Absolutely. It's one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. Well, thank you, Diane. Your story, I know it was difficult to share, but I, I think you're going to inspire people who are watching and uh, stay on this journey, and I, I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you very thank much you. for having me. And after the break, we're going to talk to another young lady who's going to share her personal story and how she turned her life around. I'd like to introduce my next guest, Taylor Hordovanko. Thanks for coming to the show, Taylor. Thanks for inviting me. Taylor is a student, and she's sharing her inspiring journey on Instagram, which I think is very brave of you. So thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your story. Let's start off with what was your childhood like growing up? Um, I think I had a pretty good childhood. Like my parents, we they enrolled me in a lot of activities, so. 
overall I was pretty pretty active I had a lot of opportunities a lot of travel opportunities but yeah overall active lifestyle um, and a lot of opportunities and when did you notice you started to gain some weight so it was probably about grade five or six where I noticed I would just look around at my friends and realize like hey I'm, I'm a little bit bigger than them but I it was really frustrating for me because I didn't really understand why because I would see what I was eating, I would see what they were eating, and my food choices were just better than theirs overall, and so like that was very frustrating for me. That must have been confusing, too. It definitely was, yeah. And what, do you, did you ever find out what was gaining the weight back then? Um, I'm not really sure what it was, um, other than the fact that I saw them thinner, so as a child, the only thing I could think of was like, to be thinner, I need to eat less. So that's kind of what I did. I ate less, and then at night, because I was restricting myself throughout the day, I was just binging and binging okay. and eating way more calories than what I need to, and essentially I believe that that's what um, put on most of the weight for okay. me. Okay. Do you remember being bullied at school? Was it a difficult time for you? Um, in regards to bullying, I never had any face-to-face -face or physical bullying. Like, nobody ever, you know, came up to me and said, like, you're fat. But it did come around when it came to playing for sports and trying out for teams. I was um, cut out of a few teams before just because of the way I was and my weight. And then on top of that, I used to actually be a dancer. And, you know, I didn't have the perfect dancer body. I wasn't a thin ballerina. And just emotionally, it was emo more emotionally bullied than anything. I just mm -hmm. felt like, you know, I didn't belong here. Was there anything that you weren't able to do uh, physical limitations, not really. Uh, growing up, I was very, I had a very bullheaded personality, so, you know, if I wanted to do something, I was going to do it. But again, it was more of the more uh, emotional bullying, and it was more of like, I didn't feel like that's where I should be, so that probably kept me out of doing certain activities more so than anything. Right, it kept you back. Yeah. When did you decide you wanted to make a change? So I was about 15 or 16. I was diagnosed with uh, prediabetes, and for some reason that didn't really phase me. Like I was like, huh, well maybe I should watch my weight, but you know, I wasn't serious about it. But a few months later I actually stepped on the scale and I was over 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. And I just remember looking in the mirror and bawling and at that moment, that was my deep dark moment when I knew that I had to make a change to be a healthier person because I didn't want to go down the road of diabetes. No, of course not, especially yeah. at a young age. Yeah, I was only 16. And you're in a small frame too, so 200 yeah. pounds is a lot on a yeah. tiny frame. Yeah. And what steps did you start to make at that point? So my mom is a nurse practitioner and she actually specializes within like dietetics and nutrition. So I went to her right away and she taught me what to eat, you know, your proteins, your fats, your carbs, mm -hmm. and basically how to get moving. She she and my dad both were running, um, were running, so they taught me how to do that. And so essentially that is what started off for me. And then I just kind of started to do my own research and joined a gym and started to go that route instead. And what did you find worked quicker for you or more effective for you? Was it the change in your diet or is it the change in your physical activities? A uh, little bit of both, but essentially I believe that diet really is everything because it doesn't matter how many calories you're burning in the gym. Let's say you're there for an hour, you're going to burn about 300 calories. You can easily eat that, right? Mm. So it's really, diet really is everything. And did you have any setbacks when you started? 
not when I started, but in the middle of my journey. So I was went from one end of the spectrum to being from being obese to the other end of the spectrum, where I developed an eating disorder and I actually became way underweight. And so that was a setback for me because I went from feeling, you know, not good about myself over here to not good about myself over mm -hmm. here. My energy levels were down. And so that was a big setback for me. And then I realized at that point, like, this isn't healthy either. I went from not healthy to not healthy again, and right. I need to go back and find that balance. That's very smart of you to figure that out at such a young age. Thank you. And how are you feeling now that you've, are you in the, in the middle of where you think you're comfortable? Yeah, I, I definitely do feel like I'm in a good weight now, you know. I believe that health equals balance and you know you can't restrict and you can't be on the other end mm -hmm. so where I am right now is I'm just fully believing and living a life of balance. Are you feeling comfortable in your own body? Uh, I am. There is struggles I have dealt with you know from being small and having to gain weight I've had to go through a lot of struggles with that but overall you know I found something that's called powerlifting and that tremendously just changed my life because I stopped looking at food as the enemy and I started looking at it as fuel and instead of judging my body for what it looked like just looking at it for how amazing it was and what it could do and that really just changed my mindset about everything. I like how you turned that food into a more of a powerful statement than as, as, a, as opposed to the enemy. Is there yeah. something that you're eating now that you never used to eat that you consider really valuable to your day? Not really. I'm just focusing on, you know, when I when I sit down to eat, will this food fuel me? If yes, then that's what I'm going to eat. And if no? If no, well, I should make another decision. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And so what are your plans for the future? Um, in regards to my health, right now, as I said, I'm training with powerlifting. I'm actually training to compete at provincials in the fall. Awesome. Um, in regards to life, I'm actually going to Laurentian University this year for university, and I'll be pursuing my lifestyle of nursing. So you can inspire others with your own story, exactly. and when you get your education in there, you can uh, yep. couple it with that. Yep. Well, thanks for sharing your story. I think a Thank lot you. of young ladies near, and, and, and boys need to hear this, and to know that we can't go from one end of the spectrum to the other. There yep. is really a balance, and yep. you have to find that comfort level and exactly. find something that's going to inspire you to be healthy. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And after the break, we're going to hear from Taylor's mom and, and hear how she supported her daughter and her journey of turning her life around as well. We're back with Taylor and Taylor's mom, Karen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I think it's very important to have your perspective uh, watching your child go through struggles and also enjoy the success. Mm -hmm. So tell me what you know when you noticed your daughter was struggling. Well, as Taylor mentioned early on in elementary, her size was changing and um, and you know as a mother you're you're worried but you're also sit back and say okay you know they're young and they're growing and this will sort of all work out so it wasn't a real worry until we saw her going into grade seven eight where it, you could see it on her face that she was being challenged emotionally and also physically and why do you think she was gaining the weight at that age well you know Taylor um, has a very strong spirit and back then um, mom didn't know anything and she knew it all and as a mother you sometimes have to sit back and, and let your kids sort of figure it out mm -hmm. although the choices that we had at home were healthy and always are healthy um, but you never know what they're doing when they go to school and and if they're eating or not or if they're sharing other people's food or what they're doing right did you notice her behavior change at all did that any pique any interest 
Sure. Well, I mean, any young person, whether it's a boy or girl, if they're struggling uh, with self-esteem issues and weight, obviously one or two things happen. They either become more outwardly aggressive or assertive, and then some sort of internalize and, and tailor did a little bit of both. Uh, especially if you questioned or asked if you wanted some help, she would often, you know, bark back and say, leave me alone, Mom. Right. Which is normal for yeah, a young person. Yeah, that sounds typical. Yeah. Did she talk about it at all? Did she talk about struggling or did she want to share with you what she was going through? Right. So initially I would say no. She kept to herself. Yeah, not in the beginning. Right. And I think it was when she finally made that decision that she had had enough that she said to me, okay, Mom, I'm ready. Now you mentioned you mentioned Taylor that your your mom helped you with her diet with your diet, mm -hmm. and how did how did you work together to get that accomplished? Right. So I teach nutrition as a part of my career, and, and myself I struggled when I was young, so I had to make some choices in my life. And you know the one thing you don't want to do is tell your children how to eat. You want to allow them to just make choices. Um, but when she was ready and she was ready to listen, she said to me, you know, Mom, I'm done. I need I need to get the, this under control. So asking her if she wanted information was the first step and when she said yes then it was easy we just started to teach her did you feel a sense of of peace or comfort when you opened up to your definitely, parents definitely because you know i i felt so lost at that point and to have a mother who has knowledge in that field of nutrition was definitely very very helpful for, for me yeah not too many people have that so yeah. that was a real benefit for you and was was there a time Karen when you thought I really need to step in I I, I see I see it going on the wrong path mm -hmm. and yeah I mean out. I was watching the process and I and I stepped in when I felt I could yet I also realized as I had to come to a conclusion when I was in my early teens to make a change I had to give her that freedom to ask for help um, because most kids don't take suggestion unless they want it right um, which could push her in the other direction so there's a fine line with how much you're helping or, or potentially causing more problem. Were you able, ever able to use your own experience to share with Taylor? Like, did you have any struggles when you were a child that you were able to share with yeah, her? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I started gaining weight when I was around 12, and, and my kids are aware of my journey um, and uh, struggled the same as her. I was the second child in the family, and so I was sort of like Taylor looking at myself through the eyes of my siblings and people around me. Um, and um, yet, I didn't want it to be a story that they hooked onto either because it was more of this is where I was and this is where I am and you can choose to with the right information so they've known the story um, but I still want to give them the choice to you know be their own person. Oh, for sure. And what's your proudest moment of your daughter so far? You know what? I have lots of proud moments. I'm very fortunate to have three wonderful children, and she being um, one of them. Um, I think the proudest moment was she, when she finally asked for help. Because of my three children, she's the one that usually doesn't ask for help until she's, you know, at the per at the tipping point. So asking for help is, is for me was was wonderful. And then to see her just say, "Mom, I'm doing this on my own." I need to have this, this, and this to be successful. So she wanted a personal trainer. She wanted to have a gym membership. And then she wanted to start cooking her own food so that she knew that what she was putting in her body was what she wanted. And she did. So she took on that task. And she was cooking all the time, left me all the dishes to clean up. Uh, <laughs> often would make extra for the family, which is great. Oh, but that's she nice. took charge. And to see a 16-year-old a do that, that's well beyond mm -hmm. somebody's years to do that. So, And she makes me proud every day. Every time she chooses a goal and achieves it. And what did, what did you like cooking back then? 
Uh, what was your go-to meal? Was there a go-to meal that you really? Not really. I guess like I'd do like chicken and beans and salads and that kind of stuff. Were you able to cook dinner for the family as well? Yeah, so they can everyone in the family basically we all had that mindset of eating healthier So it really wasn't an issue when I made the food everybody else would eat it as well And how did your journey impact the rest of your family Karen? Well, I think from my standpoint, I already knew what had to be done, so I teach and live those principles. My kids had to sort of make their own decision, and her and her sister at the same time made the decision for their own personal reasons to change their life. I think that's when the family as a whole started to shift, because it wasn't mom teaching, it was now as a family we've embraced uh, a tighter lifestyle, like to be very serious about what we put in our body determines sort of how we are physically, emotionally, and on a large health scale. So Sounds like you're a stronger unit. Absolutely. From, from going through this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of competition in the gym and oh, very good. running, that sort of thing, yeah. Awesome. It's great when the whole family can support you as well and have fun doing it. Yeah. Now, Taylor, you are active on Instagram, and I think you're inspiring other young adults to take care of their health. How is that fueling your desire to want to keep doing this and keep inspiring other people and coming on talk shows and talking about your personal story? You know, there's multiple times where I post stuff and I think to myself, like, am I, why, do, why am I still doing this? You know, like, are, is anyone listening? And then I'll get one um, message of a girl saying, like, you've changed my life and mm -hmm. that is what keeps me going. That is why I put out what I'm putting out because if I could go back to 16-year-old me and give them give her information when she was scared and lost, that's what I want to do for somebody else. If I can just help one person, then I'm happy. Well, good for you. Thank it's you. very brave of you. And Karen, what are your hopes and dreams for your lovely daughter that seems to be on doing a good job of taking She's care of herself? doing a fantastic job. And I think, as Taylor said, when you, ch when you change your life, you have the opportunity to change others. And uh, not surprising that she wants to change others. She she comes from a family of people in healthcare. My husband and I are all about health and, and changing others. Um, but she's going to be your own person, and that's what we want. And I know she's going to do great things, and she's going to lead the way. Well, fantastic story, both of you. You're both of inspiration, and your story, I think, is going to change some lives thank on you. Instagram and whoever's watching today's show. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Well, that's all the time we have on your wellness this week. I'd like to thank my guests, Diane Boulanger and Taylor and Karen Hordovenko. For more information on today's show, you can visit my Facebook page at New Day Wellness. Thank you for making wellness a priority, and we'll see you next time on Your Wellness.